Welcome to I Sell the Sign, a podcast about loving all parts of you the messy, the weird, the stubborn, the airy fairy, and creating a magical, joyful, wonderful, all around, full of miracles life here on earth. I'm Abby Hamble. And I'm Fallon Jay. And we're here to help you stop living life the hard way because all parts of you are welcome here. And we're leaving none of you behind. We, we love, love you. you. Let's get started. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to I Saw the Sign with Fallon Jay and Abby Hamble. We're going to talk to you today about the way in which the body keeps our memories that sometimes we forget that it's still holding. And this episode came from an instance that I had, I don't know, last week or the week before. I woke up with a lot of anxiety and I couldn't quite figure out why I was feeling so anxious. And I used the tools that I have and I took deep breaths and I tried to also shift the energy into excitement, right? Because it's the same spectrum, nor anxious and and excitement, just trying to move it and it wouldn't move. And it wasn't until I got in the car driving myself to coach at um, Revolve, which is a local gym here, that I realized that it came into my awareness that a year the, to that day, a year before, I was walking into custody court. And so I immediately messaged Abby and was like, oh my gosh, this is what just happened. Now that I remembered that, the, all of the anxiety dissipated. And I think that this is something we've got to talk about on our show because you also had a similar experience that maybe you mm-hmm. don't give all the details, right? Like we don't always want to give all the details around our personal life. Because for me, it's like, I'm not going to go into the details of custody court, but just the fact that my body remembers what a big event that was. Mm -hmm. And it was reminding me to prep for something. And so I need to remind my body we're safe now. We don't have to for that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, no, I mean, mine is, is similar. And it's funny because we were talking about this before we started recording that this happened as I feel like this often does when we are coming up with things to, you know, kind of brainstorming and what what we want to talk about in the podcast. And and you had that experience. And then I think a few days later, I had a very similar experience. And I realized, and this was the day before my birthday, which was also the day before Mother's Day. And I realized that this was like one year to the day of my birthday day last year, which is a day that I was very frustrated. It was, I mean, a beautiful day, but a day that I had been expecting my now husband to propose and he had been planning to, and then he decided not to. And this made me very angry (laughs) (laughs) for many reasons, but mostly because, and I don't know. It's, I don't even know if I've shared this story totally publicly, but it's a good one because it's it's like the opportunity to really like I had I really had the opportunity to say all of the things that I needed to say and all of and really clarify what I was expecting, what I wanted, and and to you know kind of lay some shit out that he needed to hear, and he received it all really beautifully and. 
was not aware of some of the things that he had been doing in that process, or maybe some of the places that he had been getting stuck in his own head and like caught up in the process of what this whole thing needed to look like or be or whatever. Mm. But, but like, yeah. And I just remember like going to sleep last year, everybody was having such a good time. And I was just like, so upset and crying, bawling my eyes out and thinking like, well, what is this, you know, what is going on? And I thought that we were on the same page, all of these things. And so (laughs) coming up to this year, I'm like, God, I have all of these feelings. I'm like, so angry. I'm so frustrated. I feel sad. I feel all of these things. And I'm also going to say as a caveat that of course, I'm also pregnant and it was (laughs) the day before my birthday. And there's a lot of things going on, but I know that that, like when that hit me, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, there it's bringing up all of these feelings, the same feelings that I had in my body last year Mm -hmm. when I got probably the most upset that I've been in a long time. Yeah. And yeah. Well, and I want for, for the listeners that don't know Abby personally or don't know me personally, I am the emotional one in this relationship. (laughs) Um, not that she's not emotional, but she's just far more even. And so I, you know, of course I was a part of your life last year and remember all of this and it was a big deal and it was really emotional for you. So, um, so I think for me as your friend, you know, talking about this, I I don't know that it's necessarily important to clarify. It doesn't, it's one's not better than the other, but for Abby to really feel those big of feelings, is not mm-hmm. kind of where she lives normally. So when she does, it's like, oh man, she's really feeling it then. Where somebody mm-hmm. like me, I'm an emotional authority in human design and I'm just born a little bit more emotional. I'm always kind of in like a, an, a big, you know, things just feel big for me. They, it just is kind of where I live and she holds space so beautifully for me in that and lets me be in that. So I just know as your friend when it's like, ooh, like I remember when you text me that that same week, because of course, within days of each other, we're having a very similar experience, because why wouldn't we? Of um, course. Of course. And you remember you saying that you were mad. And I was like, whoa, man, that's big for you, because you don't really experience anger. You know, like it's not, um, not that you never do, but it's just not something that's in your field a lot. And so... Yeah, I don't get super activated by things normally. Yes, and, that's thank you. You're saying that. And way in human way. design, I'm a I'm a non-emotional. Like I'm an unemotional. I don't know how you even describe it. It's like it's not the authority, but it's like I'm not. I don't know how we need to we need to ask Amy. Yeah, you make because it's like I know that non-emotionals can also pick up on other people's emotions very quickly yes. and potentially take them on as their own, but they also yeah, yes. relate to the world through their emotions where I relate exactly. to the world and I view the world through my emotional self. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot, my loves. It's a lot. No, um, it's really beautiful, <laughs> but you don't. However, you can still feel a lot of emotion. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, like you're saying, I don't, I don't typically live in like big, big emotions. I'm pretty calm and even keel, which yeah. you guys probably get. <laughs> this podcast. Yeah. Well, and what I, what I love about you, this is kind of going a different direction for a minute, which is fine. We've got time. But what I love about Avi is actually when she gets most activated is when it's people are fucking with people she loves. Like if you mm-hmm. want Abby activated, you could mess with her all day long and she'll she'll navigate it. But once somebody like does me wrong or does somebody another friend wrong, she gets so fired up about it. It's 
it's, I remember one of the first times I saw it was for our friend Amy. And I was like, wow, she's like really mad about this. <laughs> so um, anyways, just just a little insight on into that. But but what I love is that we both sat with what was here in our bodies because our bodies really do hold so much wisdom. And we have to remember, too, that like while my story is different than your story, the body relates it as a trauma. And we Mm -hmm. often think that trauma needs to be this big, huge earthquake of an event, but it's not. It's really what imprints us and what in in a way that doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, And the way that we can, I mean, A, just, you know, like we talk about, I think in probably most episodes, noticing, you know, just taking the time and noticing if this is, you know, because I think we both were like, why? I mean, yeah, tomorrow, like I'm pregnant. Tomorrow's my birthday. Like I get it that like I can, I maybe would be feeling a little bit more emotional on certain things, but like, why do I feel this emotional, you know, and taking the time to ask the question and look at it and not assuming that there's something really, really wrong you know, and that the, that it's wrong for you to be feeling such big emotions for quote unquote, no reason, because there's always a reason we just might not be aware, especially because like a lot of the little, you know, I think I can't remember who calls it this, but like kind of the little T traumas, not like the big traumas that we think of as like big traumas. But when it comes to the little T traumas, um, a lot of them go you know, can be, and this, I mean, I could, we could probably do a whole whole other podcast episode on this, but like some of it is like generational trauma that's passed down. And maybe there's something that your mom went through or your grandmother went through or somebody went through in your family and that got passed down to you. And, and then maybe it's just something you experienced as a child of like, you know, your mom turning away from you when you ask to be picked up or, you know, something very small that made you feel like you weren't worthy of love. You know, like that's a very kind of a general example, but. But that's a powerful one. But yeah, because I've actually, I have a client, I think I've shared this, this before, so I'll make it brief, but she was two years old. She remember two or three years old. She remembers running in from outside and she remembers the sunlight behind her and her mom was holding her new sister and her mom like cuts her eyes at her and is like, basically like be quiet or you're being too much and ever since then it kind of imprinted on her that her happiness her joy was too much and she Mm. also began the resentment of her little sister and they always had a really tough relationship um and so so your story right there i mean it really those things do impact us Mm -hmm. and our bodies remember that and we also get to as as we you know, we, re- we repeat a lot of things a lot, but I want to remind our listeners, repetition is mastery. Um, so when you hear us repeat things, it's, it's because it works. And it's something I, I always tell my clients at the gym as well. Like, I'm going to repeat the points of performance on this movement. You've heard it a thousand times, but that's the way we master what we do is by hearing it and, and, and following through on it. But nourishing the trauma and we get to rewrite the stories is basically my point you always hear abby and i talk about we can rewrite those stories 
So you don't have to hold that event from when you were two or three or even me last year walking to custody court or something I even shared in a Facebook post recently was, and, and I've shared this before, is in January 2021, I, I miscarried my second child. And I'm really blessed because I can speak about it in a way that I know why it happened. And, and it was actually a, a really beautiful blessing, painful, but beautiful. And I'm grateful for it. But my body remembers that too. My womb remembers that. And so kind of also when you have that insight for me going into January, I kind of know that like I give a little extra love to my womb for like all she's done to have my daughter and I have another child that I birthed, but didn't, you know, is not here is in heaven. And, and so many women can relate to that, but we push away the side to the side, even family members passings and like, we've got to like give room to see that. And like you said, like just noticing it and not making it bad. If you're experiencing feelings that you don't understand why. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things I love to say to clients is when you notice it, ask yourself, like, you know, a lot, like let yourself kind of drop into it and see if there might be a, a message there for you. Or if there's just something that is trying to get across, because oftentimes when we have, you know, we experience, um, you know, activated emotions or we're feeling some sort of pain in the body or something, it's an opportunity for us to drop into that, that pain, that discomfort, that, that emotion and ask, you know, what are you trying to tell me? Is there a message here for me? Is there something I need to understand more deeply so that I can take it in and then let it go. And and most importantly out of all of that is just realizing that you can do that. That it's not something that you need to just accept that there's always there's always something there for you. There's always a, a kind of a gift or a message there for you to go deeper into so that you can release it and move forward. So it doesn't or integrate it more deeply. Yeah. And all of the above. Because it doesn't have to continue to live in your body and create that dis-ease where it is, you know, every year, every time that month or whatever it is, kind of wake you up with anxiety or fear or sadness or, you know, whatever the emotion, whatever the sensation is. Like Abby said, dropping into it and then and allowing yourself to release it by seeing it. And that part of that's going to be by feeling it. So you've got to get comfortable in that discomfort of like, I'm going to be here. It's going to be here anyways, mm-hmm. right? Like the discomfort's already here. I Might don't as well make, make a friend with it. Yeah, that's, I'm, I was telling Nova this the other day. She was sad and, you know, she was like, I just don't understand why I'm sad. And I said, but sadness it needs a friend right now. Mm-hmm. You know, sadness is also our friend. And this is just a part of you that needs to be, sitting across from the the bed from you and you just get to let her be sad. It's not going to be here forever, but finding the message, because there are messages in our emotions and our sensations and our bodies are always knocking at the door with all through the sensations of like, Hey, something's happening here. Even physical symptoms too. It's not, it may not just be, you know, emotional stuff. It's physical symptoms too. We our bodies are always going to do its best to find its homeostasis by releasing it. And it's going to release it in the way that we have the the least amount of resistance to, but enough to get our attention. And it's our job to sit, turn into it and be like, hey, all right, 
I'm a little bit scared of what the message here is or what the answer here is, but it's going to keep knocking and it's going to get louder or it's going to get bigger. So I might as well. Yeah. 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 And, it, and, and a lot of times how it knocks is, you know, becoming like a physical manifestation of pain in your body. Mm-hmm. And the one thing too, I wanted to go back to is just with both of our stories that we shared, um, for me, you know, for mine, it it gave me the opportunity to, especially because they were some of the same kind of things, behaviors that were that were triggering those emotions, right? And that like that were triggering me from my husband. And and it reminded me of how well I was able to really stand up and articulate everything that I wanted, that I needed from him last year. And reminded me that, hey, like you you get to do that whenever you want to, and you can do that again. And for you, that experience, I think, also reminded you that like you walked into custody and like custody court and navigated it with like you do all of the crazy shit that <laughs> gets thrown at you with so much grace and so much just strength and courage and that's something to remind yourself of too that Mm -hmm. like maybe your body is reminding you that even when it goes through these big traumas and it experiences these things that you always show up in the way that you want to show up yeah in our power in speaking our truth through the discomfort yeah that's really powerful. Thank you for saying that um, about yourself, about me, and about just for our listeners that you get to draw on that evidence of like, who the fuck you've been? Look mm-hmm. who you've been. Look who you've yeah. grown into. Yeah, yeah. That's really incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I will say for me, custody court was probably one of the scariest things I've ever had to walk through. That is the most uncomfortable. I would never wish it. And also, whew. Blessings on blessings, my my last. Um, because when you can hold yourself in that, whatever it is, you know, whether it's custody court or a birthing proposal not going well or the way that you thought or this. And really underneath all of that is is this, dis- like you said earlier, I thought we were on the same page, right? Mm-hmm. It's so less about the all the yeah. outside stuff. And it was the underneath of like, wait a second. You yeah. know, we can all relate to that feeling with a partner, with a friend, with a business relationship of like, I thought we had the same, you know, and then having to speak through the distortion of what that was. And luckily with you and Jameson, you guys communicate so well, you know, um, you guys were on the same page just on different days. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, you know, something that I'm, I often lean on and so does Abby is tapping like I said, mm-hmm. you're, you're always going to get a lot of the same tools from us because they're tools that really work. Yeah, like number number two, top two, tapping, breathing, tapping and breathing. Like, Tap, tapping and breathing. Doing it. Like, I mean, I, I talked about the faster EFT a couple of podcasts ago. You can do regular, you know, emotional freedom technique. Also very, very powerful. Um different uh, there's a bunch of different forms of breathing that you can do yeah but and like i said when you're you know when you do the tapping when you do the breathing 
then you can take the opportunity to then also drop into that feeling, drop into where it is in your body. Ask yourself, where's that showing up? Where am I really feeling that in my body? What does it feel like? What does it look like? You know, does it have a color? Does it have a, like, is it big? Is it small? Does it have a shape? You know, just kind of really dropping into it, getting out of your head and dropping into your body and asking if there's something there for you to learn. Yeah. And before we close, I, I, I love what Abby just said. And it reminded me of an experience I had in this last week. I was in a meditation and an old, old, old friend came up and I could feel the wounding from this friend, like sitting on almost like the whole right side of my torso. It was like a linear, okay, like pillar kind of. And so what I did is I rubbed my hands together. I created warmth. I asked God to help me release this because it was just something still living there. And so I just gently gathered the energy with my hands just kind of picturing whatever cut, like Abby said, what color was it? What size? What shape was it? Gathering it up, wrapping it in God's love, giving it back to God, asking it to be fully removed from my body. And then from that kind of new and, you know, empty space, asking for healing light to go in and fill it back up to wholeness. So it's like, we can, we really are our own healers. And I mean, the whole process probably took me five minutes of intentional eyes closed. I was on my front porch where I love to be with my plants and my coffee and I don't feel it there anymore. So with what Abby said, starting there, and then also calling in God, universe, your angels to help you release it, you know, use, use your own healing energy. We, we really have so much power that we forget that we can clean our energy, right? Dust our energy body off every day and give it to Mother Earth. There's so many really other tools as well that we can use as far as that. Um, And remembering it doesn't have to be a whole hour thing. It can really be that you spend five minutes doing that and five, and then I spent about five minutes tapping and it Mm -hmm. just felt everything fine. I did your your tapping, by the way. Yeah, I love it. I love the end when we, when you, the wrist and then and it, I know Haley Hoffman Smith does that too but she doesn't do the same tapping tech or sequence that you do and mm-hmm. I was just like oh man I love the sequence because it's simplified and it feels like especially kind of the thumping and then that mm-hmm. deep breath after I was like oh man Abby this is great so if yeah. you haven't listened to that episode please do and and Abby also has a Facebook group that she's got goodness in as well yeah I just um I just showed a bunch of those uh, tools in the Facebook group. We did a fun challenge called you need to calm down. <laughs> um, but I'm going to keep that all up and probably just make it into, you know, a free course or whatever that you can look at whenever you come into the group. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to just close out on what you were saying, you can, we are all extremely intuitive people and you always have the capability, the power to tap into that and to create your own kind of sequence for what feels very healing to you. So you can start with any of these tools, but then like Fallon did, you can go in and just kind of, you know, imagine like what is what is going on, what you want to give back. You know, if you want to give that energy back, if you want to like you know, if it's something that's in your chest, if you want to like thump it and, you know, imagine that it's dissolving and it's like, 
going away in a cloud of dust and it's blowing away with the wind. I mean, there's so many things that you can do that, um, that are really healing and really powerful and they are all directed self-led by you because you are your own healer. And that is, I think the biggest takeaway. Yeah. And if you're new to this and you haven't done it, you're going to question if you're doing it right. I want to just tell you right now you are. You're always doing it right. You're always doing it right. You just trust us. You are, you're going to be like, what does, am I doing it right? Yes. Yep. I'm doing it right. Even if you, even if all you're doing is taking one deep breath before you do, do the next thing. Perfect. You're doing it right. Yes. Always. Amazing. Well, let us know how this works. Let us know maybe also what you've experienced as memories in your body coming up through anxiety or sadness or frustration or anger that you correlated to something in your past or that you can't yet quite name or place. Mm -hmm. And maybe you want some guidance in that. You know, you can always reach out to Abby or myself. We'd love to support you. Yeah. And if you've had any beautiful like ways that you've healed yourself or any any tools or things that you've used or visualizations or meditations or share them. We love to we love to hear and your your creativity, your intuition, and your stories. Yeah. So share those too. Yes. And please, if you haven't yet, we'd love for you to rate the show, review the show, share the show. This is also how we get this goodness to more masses. And we love you. Exactly. We love you. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you loved this episode, write us a review and let us know. See you next week. And until then, here's to loving all parts of you. And leaving none of you behind.